TVP's announcements. This is a series that we have on our network where we give you announcements about upcoming projects and platforms that are entering the crypto ecosystem. Now, this is a disclaimer because we do that now. So, here's the thing this is the presentation of a platform, and that's it. This is an investment advice. Don't take it as investment advice. If you like the platform, seek it out in the show notes. Go there, buy the things, invest in the platform. Help them out with your skill sets. But we're not giving you any recommendations or advice. This is just for you to listen to and soak up some new information about a new platform in this ecosystem. So, please enjoy. Hello, hello. It's host number two, D, back with another of the Bitcoin Podcast's announcements and today we are joined by tim goggin with d notes and we're just gonna jump right into it so tim what i'd like for you to do for our listeners is kind of qualify us as to your professional background you know how long were you working on what you were working on and then boom you met blockchain and it consumed your life and now you're working on a project in, in the industry and just kind of give us the, the background on you. Hey, well, firstly, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Uh, I'll start by basically saying that um, my professional history kind of started with, I was a chef for quite a while and somewhere along the line, I kind of became disenfranchised with the work that I was doing and I was kind of just kind of sitting there going, well, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna quit my job, I'm just going to buy a really flash computer, and I'm just going to play computer games for a month or two, then I'm, I'm going to go finish my uh, my degrees. And so at that juncture, I, I just quit my job and uh, bought the computer, and it was a pretty high-end one. This is at the end of 2013, and uh, basically I, I was on Facebook, and I saw this guy talking about mining. And I was like, okay. And he was talking about the hash rates that he was getting and, and all that kind of stuff. And I sat there going, well, but I've got a good graphics card. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what that's all about. So I downloaded the CG miner and all that sort of carry on and uh, started hashing out some crypto and then did a little bit more research about it. And uh, I, I'd previously heard about Bitcoin in 2011. And my first thought was, it's, it's kind of like monopoly money. Um, and kind of passed it off, like like many of us do, like many of us do, and um, that cost me a lot of money. That that ignorance, but <laughs> kind of moving forward. Um, by the time it was 2014 or 13 or 14, 
um, I had somewhat become of a more libertarian bent, so very interested in Austrian economics, and uh, I'm somewhere on the spectrum, uh, essentially. So when I started to look more into these cryptocurrency things, uh, like I, was, I think it was Dogecoin first and Litecoin and all that sort of carry on and Bitcoin, I was like, wow, like this is the answer for absolutely everything that I care about. So before that, I was sitting there arguing the logical case for um you know, libertarian ethics online with people and, and not really achieving too much um, and trying to change a system that I didn't fundamentally believe in. But with cryptocurrency, we could finally enforce freedom at a protocol level. And I was like, you know, once I had that philosophical motivation, um, that philosophical buy-in, um, basically I became obsessed, started learning absolutely everything I could about cryptocurrencies and blockchain. Uh, this is about the start of 2014. And I was kind of began on the lookout for the for the next Bitcoin. And uh, so I started scouring a whole bunch of forums and eventually I came across this one called Dnotes. And uh, a couple of things really struck out, um, stuck out to me when I was looking at the forum was it was a long-term project run by business professionals and they had a heavy emphasis on like strategy. And that really sort of um, struck a chord with me. And uh, I really... I really appreciated all the kind of messaging and the mature conversation that was happening in the forum. So kind of, I don't know how long you've been yourself in the digital currency realm, but, you know, Bitcoin talk forums back in 2013, 2014, they were pretty toxic places to be having conversations. <laughs> and uh, this particular one was just really nice and civil and everyone sort of appreciated the questions and all that sort of carry on. But um Slowly over time, I, I made the jump from forum lurker to forum participant. And uh, Dnotes was the currency I was mining. And then I, I kind of started getting to know the guys. And um, they're very highly accomplished individuals. Um, you know, our CEO, Alan Yong, um, he created the first commercial tablet computer. Uh, his company, Dorfin, um, you know, went head to head with Apple in the early computing uh, days and like, you know, his company was best known for winning a $400 million contract with the Pentagon for the supply of uh, laptops. So mm. once I kind of figured out who these people were, I was like, I, I can see like as a long-term project, this this whole thing could be going somewhere. And uh, kind of like the rest is really history. It's um, We've been doing a whole lot of stuff, like mostly in planning stages, but kind of coming into 2018 now, we're, we're really starting to push uh, the full execution of our long-term strategies, and we're, we're really excited about that. It, it definitely does sound like you're excited, and I definitely agree with you, the toxicness of the Bitcoin community sometimes. It can be a bit to deal with. Just well, that's why we've least. got... <laughs> That's why we've got great messaging mediums like the Bitcoin podcast now, isn't it? Hey so nice. we can have a civil chat. <laughs> Thank you for the shout out. We do stress civility in our Slack channel. So, awesome. um, so let's let's go into some, to detail about D notes. Like, what what's yep. a little bit of the origin of D notes? What's the problem that you're trying to solve there? And then sandwich that with why do you think you're solving it the best? Okay. Well, one of the things that kind of stuck out to us was we think that while things like Bitcoin um, are amazing and they've, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto has had some amazing contributions um, to the world with the blockchain and um, the other uh, stuff he was working on, uh, we think that some there are a few things that Bitcoin falls short for if it's ever going to become 
a preferred payment medium um, that kind of make bridges the gap between the decentralized world of cryptocurrencies and the centralized world of modern finance and commerce. So one of those kinds of issues is there's there are a lot of people that have like a lot of Bitcoin, but no one really has sufficient self-interest at the management level to make Bitcoin a globally accepted payment medium. So as you can kind of see at the moment with a lot of the arguments over, say, like Lightning Network and Segwit and all that sort of carry on, uh, everything's kind of broken down into different factions. We've got, you know, libertarians who want to keep it as a decentralized entity, and then you've got uh, more business uh, groups who want to sacrifice some of those distributed properties of Bitcoin uh, to turn it into a like faster payment medium, uh, kind of turning it into PayPal sort of thing, which we already have. So our thinking is that decentral the decentralized nature of digital currencies themselves should not be tampered with, but it is so like it's essential that there's fairness for all of its users, um, you know, with the creation of money, its security and all that kind of stuff. But we also think that our approach in combining a decentralized digital currency with the support of a centrally managed for-profit business ecosystem that takes charge of its development and builds business properties that helps to integrate it into the modern financial world um, will allow us to basically uh, – hopefully be the first people to bridge that gap and turn denotes into the preeminent uh, digital currency. So like you might look at a lot of currencies and think, you know, why can't they do this or why can't they do that? Well, to us, it's because there isn't a business profitability model that will allow them to continue to build from strength to strength, like sort of like building a positive feedback loop where, you know, you, you build profits, it's reinvested back into the, back into the business and, and so forth. So, you know, that you're striking a chord with probably a lot of our listeners now because you mentioned it's a it's going to have centralized planning. So, how, so uh, why are you guys going that route? Well, the important distinction to make, and we do have a very complex uh, ecosystem, um, is our currency itself will remain completely decentralized. It is just like any other cryptocurrency in that respect. Uh, what we are doing though is we have a separate, completely separate entity called Denotes Global. So that is a company and it is registered in the state of uh, Delaware. And uh, basically what's happening there is 25% of the 25% the, of the equity in that company has been awarded to the Denotes currency itself. So Basically, what the equity does is it supports and protects the valuation of the Denotes currency and helps to build its growth. And now that company is going to – we're doing a mini IPO this year, and we're seeking, 50, seeking to raise $50 million under the Regulation A Tier 2 uh, mini IPO under the Jobs Act. And what we will be doing with that money is we'll be having a whole bunch of business properties. So currently we already have, um, we already have like a, a denotes vault, which is a place that people can store their denotes, uh, through online access, which we, we manage and we keep it all in cold storage on their behalf and all deposits are guaranteed. So that will be replaced if anything, you know, unsavory were to happen, which is extremely unlikely. 
Um, you know, we've got a news media website called dcebrief.com. Uh, we've, we've, we've got a few other ventures, uh, one that focuses on um, women's participation in cryptocurrency called uh, cryptomoms.com. We also have a business a business book and a web series which focuses on uh, helping people reach their business success. Uh, and all of these properties that we already have will be turning into like for-profit models um, with some of this funding. And then, of course, we'll be branching out into building our own decentralized exchange, our own fiat gateways, um, even potentially in the future with a long-term view, bringing our own bank and issuing our own debit cards under under that ecosystem. Uh, so you can kind of see under a vertically integrated model, we could essentially have denotes and you could you could transfer your denotes or other cryptocurrency onto through our decentralized exchange instantly onto our fiat gateway instantly into our bank and then instantly use it uh through a debit card whereas currently if you're using say a coinbase or something that that transfer might take five days so having the whole process in-house under one roof we can massively uh boost the speed of those transfers uh, making it a lot easier for the customer and we can also offer it at a vastly reduced cost so there are a lot of other plans as well so you can see that there's the exchanges and all that kind of stuff um, but those are the more immediate uh, plans but all of the profit that is kind of made uh, by these entities uh, will be backing uh, an apportioned amount of its equity will be backing or not backing um, supporting the denotes token itself. Good deal. So here's an outside of the box question. Who came up yep. with the name denotes? Well, I believe that would be our founder. Uh, he's called Joe. He's our CTO. Uh, it stands for digital notes. Mm -hmm. uh, our ticker on exchanges is note. So N-O-T-E. Uh, we are aware that there is another currency that <laughs> used to be called dark note, then duck note, and then they started calling themselves D digital notes or XDN, that is not us. Um, they copied our name, but you know, things happen. Um, but yeah, that's that's where that name comes from. The only reason I asked that, and I, honestly, you're the first person that's come on this series that I've asked that to, is because um, I like science fiction, and I always imagine like what's going to be the currency people are asking for, and like a science fictiony world where people have like currency on little clear cards or i don't know what the future <laughs> looks like but i always you know i imagine in a world far in the future there's not going to be many people asking for dollars what are they going to be asking for and so well, like, like currently you know that's catchy so i like that I, I like your thinking i tell you what but kind of interestingly like looking very far forward to like 500 years in the future, if I'm still around, um, if we're no longer using words that we're familiar with, like cash and notes, which are the current nomenclature that we're used to using, let's say we start, I can't think of another word, but, you know, we might have to start, we might have to change our name to whatever the, the, the current dominant nomenclature is for, for, um, for money, because we might not be using, in a cryptocurrency realm, we might not use the words like currency, cash, notes, anything like that. But but for now, Dino's works pretty well, and I like your little science fiction thing. It, it proves that you're a forward-thinking man. <laughs> That's forward-thinking or don't know how to live in the now. One of the <laughs> so I was playing around on the site, and I yep. saw a download link. So what does a user get when they're downloading? What other than downloading? Uh, is that the denotescoin.com website? Yes, it is. 
that would probably be our QT wallet. So currently what's happening is we are plan we are about to release a major update to our currency. So we started in February 2014 and we decided we'd kind of like hang around wait for a little bit till the technology began to settle. Um, and so in the next I would estimate two months maybe. Hopefully, around by mid-March, we, we estimate we will be releasing Dnotes 2.0. And at that juncture, what's going to be happening is we're going to be uh, – currently, we're proof of work. We're going to be moving to proof of stake. We're going to be releasing an automated invoicing uh, feature on our platform, one that I don't believe anyone else has done anything similar to. It's completely automated, so you don't need to use anyone like BitBay or – or, or, or host your own server or anything like that. And it's really easy to run your own scripts. From, uh, we'll be doing sort of like a cold staking, we call it, uh, th through our DNOTES vault as well. So you can use one wallet and you can, um, you can lease funds to another wallet and stake on behalf of another wallet, basically. A, a few features like that. And then we're going to be going into the whole uh, platform you know, tokenized platform uh, gig that you see people like Ethereum and Stratus kind of doing. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be doing all of that kind of stuff. And we're looking at releasing our first module of our update in in March. And uh, so we're going to be doing a coin swap as well for anyone that's listening. So the coin swap will be completely automatic if you hold your funds at the Denotes vault. And for anyone else that, you know, wants to do that at a later time, all they have to do is send their funds to the Denotes vault and then withdraw it straight after and they will have the 2.0 tokens. So we will, of course, at that time have a new QT wallet that people will be able to download from the website. So that's what you'll be downloading at this stage. And we'll be having a lot more exciting things for people to download in the near future. So it seems... Not it seems. It it looks like development moves according to a very specific strategy. Are you worried that in a world where D notes really take off and you know there's there's quite a significant amount of capital in D notes that you all can handle the pressure of what gets thrown at a development team? Because if you look at the history of like Bitcoin, the core devs, I mean they get they get a lot of a lot of shit thrown at them on a daily basis and that's probably you know around the clock for all the dev teams so how do you just from a management perspective are you guys do you have the infrastructure to handle that much pressure that is an excellent question uh so as it currently stands we have an internal development team uh quite small but what we have also done is in Recently, about a month ago, we signed a partnership deal with a large Chicago-based development firm, a, a really top one called Jenica. And the, so they've got 60 developers, and we can basically handle anything that's thrown at us. Like they've, they do. If you look at their website, like their their previous uh, people they've done work for included like Ion, um, Walgreens, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, and you know, we. We looked at 200 different development firms that we could uh, try and partner with, and we narrowed it down to just a couple over over a long period of time. We interviewed a couple, and uh, the, these people really just blew us away. And um, yeah, like we can we can pump out software development very quickly now, and I'm very confident that we can we, we can handle. Uh, 
a lot of the work or all of the work that is thrown at us. And our own internal team uh, will be um, will be growing at a rapid pace too. So there, there's a lot of different work streams that we'll be focusing on because you've got your own blockchain development, but then you've got all the applications that surround uh, the business ecosystem as well. So all of our all of our business properties that we're going to be having or investing in, whether they be mergers and acquisitions or, or whatever, there's going to be um, plenty of work to go around and we'll be deciding at a later time like the best way to divide that labor. Nice. So a, a lot of uh, scrumming and sprinting. A lot of scrumming on. and sprinting. You've got to keep it agile, man. This is a fast-moving industry. Definitely. Definitely. Those are those are agile management terms for the listeners out there in the management biz. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to get in there. So um, let's see. So let's, let's stay along the vein of development. Uh, a lot of projects in this space are very open, uh, open source, and open to having the community help develop new things. Uh, is Dnotes the same way? Yes, we will be. So we will also be contributing to the open source environment. We are more than happy for people to develop things, send it to us, uh, show us what they come up with. Uh, the way that we are looking at uh, managing our ecosystem in the future, and again, we haven't finalized all of the details, but uh, we're releasing a white paper very soon and people will be able to read more. Uh, we're looking at having a sort of a democratic model for upgrades uh, in a similar model to what you've seen people like Dash and Decred doing. So, you know, users can kind of vote on the upgrades that they want. They can signal to the development company. So, so that's Denotes Global. We take charge of the development, but we will do that um, at the, at, at, you know, judging by what the community has signaled that they want. So anyone could pitch a new development module or a new feature to us and it could be put up, voted for, and if the community want it, then you know essentially the, the company would be obligated uh, to go and implement uh, those updates. And so yes, we will be um, accepting open source stuff. We will be, a lot of our development will be open source. Uh, I can't promise that all of it will be open source because eventually especially with a business model there might become a time that you know certain features might not be open for everybody but uh a lot of it definitely will be and of course this whole industry is you know started on open source software with with bitcoin and everyone's gone and taken that and built on it so uh we've we've been the beneficiaries of what other people have created and we're really excited about contributing back to the community as well Nice. I like to call that clopen source. Clopen source. Yeah, it's like a well. Back in the day, in my undergrad, I studied math, and there's like closed and open boundaries. Oh, okay. And then one side's open, one side's closed. I just call it clopen left or clopen right. And my colleagues, my colleagues hated it, but they got it. <laughs> it's like you get it. You totally get it. More of that forward-thinking nomenclature <laughs> that you've got going on. <laughs> I'm not Are there any other words? In. Are there any other words that I need to be aware of? Um, not at the moment. I can't think of any. But if you listen to all of our shows, you'll know that I make up a lot of words. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? If nothing suits it, you got to make it so. so. Okay, that sounds great. Well, I'm definitely going to be listening to all of your shows, mate. Nice. Uh, just make us a big deal in New Zealand. That's all I ask. All I yep, ask. yep. New Zealand's a great place. You got to come visit. 
Make I, it happen. You know, I may make that happen soon. I have been meaning to get to Australia. Well, make sure you get in touch with me when you do. And I know Australia's a hop and a skip. Wait, do New Zealand people it like is Australians? Just... Is it like a like a like a Irish like an Irish person? Yeah, well, well, look, I I got back from Australia less than a week ago. I'm actually going back there in two weeks (laughs) to go film um, some investor pitch deck videos. Uh, We've got connections all around the place, and you know, you you got with the best people, you need to kind of go to wherever they're they're based. Um, But the thing about New Zealand and Australia is, uh, we our passports are valid to work in either country, so I could go work and live there whenever I want. Uh, and and vice versa. In terms of how we get along in sport, there's somewhat of a rivalry. Um, we have a sport called rugby over here. If any of your listeners know what that is, it's it's not very popular in America, to my knowledge. It's kind of like gridiron, but um, but there's no protection padding because we're a little bit tougher over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to say. Um, but you know, feel free to YouTube that and have a look. So we're better at that in Australia. They got a bigger population. They tend to be better at everything else. Um, they're great people. We love them, and um, yeah, we, we get along. But there's that sort of friendly rivalry. Yeah, like it's kind of like Canadians and Americans. I'm sure you have the subtle jabs. Like if you watch South Park, you know the Canadians have the, the, <laughs> the faces, and there's Terence and Philip, and they talk real funny. Um, so the Australians like that for us. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to any Australians. I love you all. So, I, yeah. I think we've had one Australian on the show. Um, Shigala, Joshua Shigala. Oh, well, I might uh, find out what, what city they're from. If they're in the Brisbane sort of area, who knows? Brisbane, Sydney area might even see if they want to catch up. Oh, wait. He might not be from Australia. Maybe it's Arthur Falls. I don't know. Let me stop naming names before I get in trouble. So, <laughs> I'm on denotescoins.com, and I see this thing. It's very interesting. Could you elaborate on this Crypto Moms initiative? Yeah, sure. So that is a community-led um, initiative that one of our members called, I uh, believe it was, well, uh, one of our members, Chase, runs it, and she is, like, she's great. She's um, contributed a lot to our community. She basically runs this um, this forum group, which is, the whole idea behind it is that women are heavily underrepresented un- underrepresented in the cryptocurrency industry, and it is improving, and we're really stoked to see that. Uh, but in about 2014, when we started it, it was maybe 20 to 1, male to female. And of course, if you want to create the next version of money, you can't only have a bunch of, you know, libertarians and tech geeks and you know eventually it branches out into finance and all that stuff but it was really important to us that you know all these early early people that buy in they they make all the gains and we want to make sure that sort of everyone has the opportunity to make those gains and so crypto moms was created and it's managed by someone in our community and we we support it um and so yeah it's basically just about giving focusing on getting women into the industry um, and creating sort of like a community for them as as well, um, for women's empowerment, all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, we ju- we just support that, and we've we've got some plans for that property uh, in the near future. We're working on um, maybe I don't want to say too much; it's not finalized or anything, but maybe um, changing a bit of the branding and, and a few other things. Um, and and redesigning the website is definitely going to happen sometime soon. But our, our current priority is definitely 
Uh, Dnotes 2.0, getting that development done. Our mini IPO, uh, we're crowdfunding through the Regulation A Tier 2 Jobs Act, <laughs> um, up to 50 million this year, and we're we starting to engage in that process. So um, those are our current priorities, but yeah, we've, we've got a lot of web properties, which will be, um, they're all being upgraded as we speak. So we've we've already redesigned our Dnotes Vault website that will go live at the same time as uh, as Dnotes 2.0 launches and uh, Crypto Mums will be getting a nice little upgrade as well. Nice. I like, uh, I like you guys' strategy. It looks like you got a little bit of everything going on. Um, that's uh, yeah. We could talk a lot more about <laughs> how far it branches out, but but yeah, it's um, it can be pretty complex to convey everything, especially when you've got a company and then you've got a currency, and then there's a crossover, and yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to the currency a little bit. So how yep. can our listeners get their hands on some D notes if they don't have any at the moment? <laughs> Well, if you don't have any, uh, you can. The main exchange that we're traded on is Cryptopia.co.nz, which is, funnily enough, a New Zealand exchange. Uh, we're on a we're on a few others at the moment, like CSEX, uh, Yobit. There's another one I forget, um, <laughs> but but we're on those. And after the release of Dnotes 2.0, we're going to have a very heavy drive to start getting listed on um, the larger exchanges. But at, at this time, it doesn't really make sense to us if we're going to be swap, swapping over blockchains. So then you know you get implemented one version, and then like a month later, it's like, by the way, can you take that off and replace it with our new one? It, it just doesn't make sense and, until that time. Um, but there's going to be, be a very strong drive coming forward, and you'll be seeing a lot more of us in the mainstream media and in press releases. Good deal. So And on your show, hopefully, because it's great. Yes, definitely. And we always have an open invitation back to our flagship show. You know, after the release and after things have been going successful, you're, yep. you know, D-Notes is always welcome back on our flagship just to talk about the progress and talk about how things have gone since we last spoke. That so, sounds amazing. I look I look forward to that. Definitely. We we love having like multiple multiple rounds with the same the same crew on just because it shows the growth throughout time. It shows a little snapshots of how one yeah. team is working their way through this industry, so we love it. Um I have a question that I ask everyone is um is there anything that you wish I would have asked you that I didn't? Ooh. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I think you're a great podcast interviewer, and um, I can't really think of anything at this time that um, you should have asked that you didn't. I, I wasn't too, too sure what to expect. I did listen to a few of your podcasts before I came on. Um, did that but no, I think, curveballs? No, no curveballs. Wasn't sure what to expect, but um, I think we did well. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, I think we can wrap it up. Um do you want to tell the listeners how to reach out to to denotes if they do want to be one of those developers that gets involved or just how to communicate uh, any websites you want to mention specifically uh, any forums you want to mention specifically probably leave the listeners with that uh, certainly so our our main current means of disseminating information is our Bitcoin talk forum we have an old one and a new one so be sure to find our new one it's a uh, Denotes bridging the gap between the centralized and decentralized worlds or, or something like that is the title of it. But that's on Bitcoin Talk. Uh, if you want to check out any of our other web properties, I'll quickly rattle them, rattle them off. They are www.dcebrief.com. That's our news website. Our 
cryptocurrency website is www.dnotescoin.com. Uh, we have our Dnotes Vault website where you can get uh, deposit guarantees um, and store your crypto safely. That is dnotesvault.com. And there's Crypto Moms, CryptoMoms.com. So they're all the ones I'd probably mention for now. And if you want to contact us directly or if you're a developer or you like um, the sort of company culture that we espouse, we're a very tight group and we're always looking for uh, brilliant people um, with good values, with a philosophical buy-in into crypto, uh, you can contact us at contact at dnotes.com. I like it. Well... Tim, thank you for, for swinging by. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Alrighty. Until next time. All right. I'll see you later. Till next time. <laughs>